Sword and laser, do 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 do. Sword and laser, do 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 do. Sword and laser, do 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 do. Sword and laser slash Patreon dot com to join the hunt for good reads. Hey everyone, welcome to the Sword and Laser. I'm Veronica Belmont, and I'm Tom Merritt. Sword and Laser is a book club, but it's so much more. We bring you author interviews, news from the world of science fiction and fantasy, and awesome discussions from fans just like you. And mostly we eat. Um, yeah, what are you nomming on tonight? I literally, like two minutes before, maybe one minute before, finished some seafood yakisoba. Ooh, I had ramen tonight. Did you? I did. <clears throat> what kind? What kind of ramen? Uh, vegan ramen. Um, mm-hmm. but it was, it was, uh, from a place that I actually had, um, tantan soba noodles today for lunch mm. from, so I had a lot of Japanese yeah, lot of noodles, noodles today. today. Yeah. Yes. Was it like salt ramen or soy, soy ramen? Or? It was more like, more like shoyu ramen than, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's good. It was quite good. Yeah. The yakisoba was great. Nice. Nice. Um, I'm also uh, tonight having a watermelon cocktail. I'm having a watermelon rum refresher. Uh, I will link to the recipe I used in the show notes. Yeah, we had water. We had tons of watermelon around the house this week. And I was like, oh, you know. Tons of rum. (laughs) Well, I was like, I have watermelon. (laughs) I know I have rum. I Uh feel like those two things probably go together well. Um. So like what, what framework can I use here uh, to make this happen? This is one of those recipes that has to tell you a damn story. Just give me the ingredients. Just, there's a link at the top, at the very top, it says jump to recipe. Jump I discovered the, yeah. that they do that now. Thank um, goodness. So you can just jump to the recipe. They do, they, they have to do this now for like, I read somewhere. SEO uh, and stuff. It's an SEO mm. thing. Yeah. yeah. There was like a, um, or like a scraping problem mm-hmm. where they had to, they now have to have like a certain amount of text for like Google to like index them. Right. Or it like, or something like that. And so that's why they do this. And that's also why they include the jump to recipe link at the very top, which is nice. I'm going to start a, uh, a, a search engine that just does recipes without requiring them to do this, to solve this. Think I can get funding? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. So lime juice, seltzer, dark rum, maple syrup, and watermelon. And ice. Yeah. Yeah. I used actually used yuzu instead of lime juice. Um, and it was really good. It's pretty good. It's very strong. I think I was supposed to split it across two cocktails. So there's three ounces of rum in my serving. Yeah, it's, that's the way you roll, though. Veronica um. Belmont, someone who drinks two cocktails in one. <laughs> that sounds bad. <laughs> Well, a, a normal person's cocktail isn't strong enough for her, Veronica. Oh, I was like, it's a special night. It's podcast night. So it is. anywho, let's jump into the quick burns. Jan let us know that Telltale Games will release an adventure game based on The Expanse by James S. A. Corey. First episode of the game drops on July 27th with further episodes released every two weeks. Here's the Telltale website description. 
Experience the exciting universe of The Expanse like never before in Telltale's latest adventure, The Expanse, a Telltale series. Follow Kara Gee, who reprises yeah. her role as Kamina Drummer, and explore nice. the dangerous and uncharted edges of the belt aboard the Artemis. From scavenging wrecked ships in a zero-G environment, to surviving a mutiny, to combating fearsome pirates... You make the difficult choices and reveal Camino Drummer's resolve in this latest Telltale adventure. Oh, so it's not retelling the books. It's a special adventure with Camino as the star. I love that. That's that sounds really cool. These are the the Last of Us folks, right? Yes. Um, And I am super excited because I she's my favorite character. I love her, too. Yeah. So I would love to I would love to play this. I'm trying to figure out if I need to buy another gaming PC. Um, I've had, I've had, I've been playing. The only game I play anymore is city skylines uh-huh. and um, which is really sad, but that's like the only thing I want to play right now. And, um, and this, I would play this for sure. Absolutely. Um, but I only can play on my MacBook, and I use that NVIDIA thing that like gives you cloud, like, like oh, yeah. GPU power. Right. Um, and it's the, pretty good. Uh huh. GeForce now. Is that what GeForce Now, that oh, is, sweet. yes. Yeah, yeah. so I actually subscribe to that, and it works pretty well, but it's also my, like, work laptop, so it feels like I shouldn't be gaming on it, but Well, you're gaming in the know. cloud, so. I'm gaming in the cloud, and I work for a company that makes software for video games. It's so. research. <laughs> I feel like there should be a blurry line, <laughs> as long as I'm not doing it during uncompany hours. Um, but, yeah, so I would, long way of saying I would totally play this. Yeah. I, this might make me play a game. <laughs> I haven't played a game, like an actual PC game in a long time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, you should get on that. A lot of good stuff out there. Spell says, Good Omen Season 2 trailer is out and it's adorable. Did you watch Yay! it? I have not watched it yet. Oh, you got to watch it. What are you doing? It so, it's so good. It's so good. I, we talked about it on Cord Killers this week uh, with Brian Brushwood, and he pointed out that what they seem to be doing is noticing that in the season one, they had this like huge epic story. So in season two, they need to have a small story. Otherwise you'll just compare Mm. it to the epic story and it won't be as epic. Uh, Mm -hmm. So yeah, essentially this is all from the trailer that I'm about to say, uh, but it seems like uh, the angel Gabriel, which is John Hamm's character uh, has Mm. gone missing and maybe our (laughs) heroes know where he is and what's up with him. May have an idea, may have their suspicions yep. about where he's ended up. Oh, that's wonderful. I can't wait for that. Um, what it was, is it on what is it on Prime? Yeah, Amazon Prime. How video. did I remember that? And yeah, this is the this is the one that is from the notes that Neil and, and Terry made when Terry was still alive, and Neil was involved in creating the season to kind of keep it on track. To keep it consistent. If yeah, keep the if you're voice worried consistent. about the book, yeah. there not being a season. There's not a second book, so this is not based mm-hmm. on a book. But excellent. Robert S says, "I know not every book release can be mentioned in Quick Birds, but mm. I think this is particularly exciting as it's been eight years since the first book in the series came out." The Olympian Affair, the long-awaited follow-up to Jim Butcher's The Aeronauts Windlass. Releases November 7th, 2023. Butcher has also completed a novella called Warrior Born in the same universe. The release date on that is to be determined. Excellent. Um, I don't think I ever read that. I remember it coming out and 
I think I just didn't read it. How, what, did you read it? I did not. Okay. Maybe, maybe now, now would be a good time to read it. Licorice is making an Insta correction in our chat and says, oh. no, with an exclamation mm. point. No. Mm. Mm. Neil says he and Terry plotted out a book that they did not write. That will be season three. Season two is a bridge from season one to season three. Okay. Right. I don't think Licorice good talks like that. No, he probably doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> apologies yeah, you definitely Elizabeth said you read that in all caps and it was not written it was not written in all caps it was it was no, not. so uh but no that's that's uh that's good info uh so season two is a full full bridge to the notes got it thank you licorice <laughs> that was funny <laughs> um that's how everybody reads every email they ever get by the way just so you know yes more uh, more Jim Butcher news. Mark says Jim Butcher has partnered with artist Tyler Walpole for a limited edition print of uh, each Dresden book, starting with Stormfront. Uh, prints will be signed by both Jim and Tyler. What? Why are you giggling? <laughs> because Licorice wrote in all caps, it is how I normally sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fair. I can't that's help fair. it. <laughs> So these are going to run you about um, $85 American. Um, so yeah, down from 100 I guess, are on sale, which is interesting because I feel like they just went on sale, but uh, maybe they've been out for a longer time. Um, but there's mm, going to be more. it's one of those more... things where you, you list a higher price and then immediately discount mm, it to make it seem mm-hmm. cheaper. You're like, ooh, sale. I'm getting a sale. I'm getting a sale. Uh, so that's fun. Christy wrote, this is specific to Australia, so not sure how many are interested, but the Aurealis Awards were announced. Uh, Christy, if you haven't figured this out, uh, or if you're new to submitting to Quick Burns, we love this kind of stuff. So keep it coming. Uh, The winner of the Aurealis Awards uh, for Best Fantasy Novel in Australia was Path of Thorns by Angela Slatter. And best science fiction novel went to Thirty Six Streets by T. R. Napper. And what's not cool the about first I've heard of that Thirty Six Streets. Thirty Six Streets, really? Oh, cool. Because mm-hmm. I was about to say, what's cool about these kind of regional awards is they will tend to uh, expose us all to author, really good authors that we might not have heard of in our other regions of the world. That's true, and I mean, we definitely. I feel like we err on the side of like. Brits, like we get a lot of like British awards and yeah. and things from that side of the pond. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, this sounds good. Thirty six streets, and I'm not. This is not to diminish the fantasy winner, but this sounds really interesting. Altered Carbon and the Wind Up Girl meet Apocalypse Now oh. in this fast paced, intelligent, action driven cyberpunk, probing questions of memory, identity, and the power of narratives. That cool. does sound. That's a good pitch. I got to give it to it. That's a good pitch. I like it. I like both those books. Yeah. I and do not you, like Christa. Apocalypse Now. You Sorry. don't? Why not? Too scary. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that it's a bad movie. You're just like, nope, no. too much of the shootings and the wars and the Too scaries. much of the wars and the hurtings. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's they, fair. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. It's my turn. Uh, Gristle McNerd says, I have a vague memory of reading the first Valdemar book with Sword and Laser years ago, and there's a bunch with a bun- the bundle, there's a bundle with a bunch of them now. Um, so this is the humble bundle, uh, humble book bundle, Mercedes Lackey, Valdemar, and Beyond uh, by Daw. And we did, we did, right? Did we? We read a Mercedes Lackey book. I believe it was Arrow's Flight. 
I'm looking. I'm They're all sure in here. Arrows flight. We'll find out very shortly. There's a lot of them. The Arrows humble of the bundle queen, is, maybe? I think it it's false humbleness now. Like the humble bundle is pretty awesome. It should stop pretending. Yeah. Just be the awesome bundle. <laughs> just like come into yourself. Yeah. Just like, you know, just like. Don't worry about it. No, you don't have to be humble. You don't have to be that humble be the anymore. Best bundle. It you, is arrows of the queen. I was right. It was arrows of the queen. Arrows of the queen. Okay, thank you. Yes, arrows of the queen. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then Mark wrote the first Adrian Tchaikovsky story I read was Precious Little Things, published at Tor.com. The short story was accompanied by artwork of a puppet commissioned by the publisher. And now the artist is putting the puppet up for sale. Uh, Mm. There's more about it at Tor.com. And there's a link in our show notes that Mark gave us uh, to a prequel to a novella, uh, the short story Made Things, um, which is the short story that the puppet uh, came along with. uh, That is also published by Tor.com. Very cool. We have more uh, Adrian Tchaikovsky news uh, further down in the episode. Oh, no, um, sorry. So we'll I, I that. made that. I confused that. Precious Little Things was the puppet. Made Things is another story that Mark recommends. Carry on. Got it. Got it. Okay. And as I was saying, still more Adrian Tchaikovsky news uh, further down in the episode. So stay tuned. All right. Well, thanks to everybody who submitted stories. If you want to do so, you can head over to our Quick Burns thread over on Goodreads, um, or you can post over on the Discord channel. All right. Well, now it is time for Barrier Sword, which is our feedback from the audience. TRP wrote that in Terry Pratchett's Discworld novels, there's a wizard called Ponder Stibbins who designs an ant computer called Hex. <laughs> In the TV adaptation of The Hogfather, which we read, Hex is shown and sported the label Ant Hill Inside, like Intel Inside. <laughs> oh, I got it. Yeah. yeah. I got it. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. That is funny. That is funny. <laughs> Terry Pratchett was funny. <laughs> Terry Pratchett is he's a funny guy. Funny guy. Hogfather was our Christmas read, was it not? I believe it was a our December holiday read. season yeah. read. Yeah. 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 Very funny. Uh, Ruth says, on a non-fisting note, um, I would like to say that I have met <laughs> Ruth Adrian was complaining that we, we, we talked a lot about fisting in the last episode. We mentioned the word a lot. It, well, it's mentioned a lot in the book. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like her heart was fisted. Mm-hmm. Her chest was fisted. I and think at some point. I'm just, I'm just saying it was, okay. that's but how Ruth, it was written Ruth in has the book. a non-fisting note. On a non-fisting note. I would like to say that I've met Adrian Tchaikovsky at a few conventions, and while he looks kind of intimidating, especially when he's wielding a sword, hmm, he's actually a lovely guy. Uh, This article by Adrian himself has a picture of Adrian Tchaikovsky smiling for Veronica, whose observation about him always looking serious made me laugh. All right, let's look here. Let's see. The best part about this is when I first clicked this link, uh, the image didn't load, so Ah. I just got a big blur. It's, it's, he looks happy. He does. He looks like a happy guy. Those eyebrows. That's man. what my son says. He Those says, proud eyebrows. He's, he's very, very happy. He's very, very happy. <laughs> he's a happy guy. Um, and also just a, just a side note. Uh, we mentioned, I think, I don't remember who was on the show at the end of the show. It was at the end of the show. We mm-hmm. were having our little like post show 
convo about like how maybe we could, should close down the store because mm. nobody's buying anything. Thank you to Kevin who bought a t-shirt. Thank Kevin you, bought Kevin. a t-shirt. Kevin asks, thank you. That was nice of Kevin. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> we could do, we have two paths here. We could either endeavor to update the store and get new content, or we can shut the store down and just encourage you to buy books because that's what we're all about. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about it some more or we can just leave it up, but we do have to pay for it to be up. That's, I guess that's yeah. the, the main, the main thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Kevin, but Kevin just, just bought got, us another Kevin month. just bought us like two more months. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, probably. Thanks Kevin. Thanks Kevin. All right. Let's talk about our book of the month. Uh, surprisingly, maybe not surprisingly, um, very differing opinions on this particular novel. I feel like we say that every book. There's always differing opinions. I feel like the the comments from the regular, like the core crew mm-hmm. are very damning, which I'm not as used to, I mm-hmm. think. Um, so we are reading Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. And I'm not sure how Tomahome feels about all this feedback back, honestly, because Tom, it was Tomahome's suggestion <laughs> that we read it. Um, I will say, I, I don't know if it's because I come from a, this is non-spoilery, maybe a little, it's not spoilery. I think it's fair to say in the introduction of the book, we learn a lot through the trigger warnings about what's in the book. So this is fair to say. Maybe from my vaginal fantasy background, um, it's less jarring to me, Mm. perhaps. Mm -hmm. Um, So for those of you who may be new to the show, I used to also co-host a separate podcast called Vaginal Fantasy um, with uh, three other wonderful women. And in that show, we read exclusively things like this, paranormal romance, sexy times books. this book definitely it, it it has a lot of the 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 tropes of that genre, which we will discuss uh, further on in the episode. Um, and it definitely has sexy times, and they're pretty explicit. So this is like maybe a don't listen to this audiobook in the car with your two year old um, kind of situation. I've I'm definitely not speaking from experience, um, <laughs> but but I'm really I enjoyed it. I finished it. Um, I couldn't put it down honestly like i i could not be further i think in my perception of this novel from some of the other readers of this book right now and maybe that's because i just i enjoy this stuff i think it's fun i yes it is tropey but at the same time like it's kind of comforting in its own way i enjoyed the action i enjoyed the suspense and the love story is so ridiculous and okay. i just thought it was funny so tamahome suggests that maybe the sex makes some readers nervous. Licorice says for licorice, it's not the sexy times, it's everything else. Mm. And Saray says- Yeah, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Saray says, I finished it before June started because I couldn't put it down. Ziggy enjoyed nice. it too. Ziggy and is looking forward too. to the next one. Elizabeth enjoyed the action. <laughs> In quotes. <laughs> yeah. I did notice with the exception of maybe, I don't want to call people out by name, so I won't do that. But the- uh, and I wondered about this at the time, and I'm I'm worried about painting broad strokes with this. Maybe I shouldn't even say this. I feel like this is the kind of thing that's going to get me in trouble. Felt like a lot of the people, at least in Goodreads, who really didn't like this book, with the exception of one, were male or male presenting. Mm. And mm. I, 
I'm trying not to paint a broad stroke, broad it's brush a data strokes. Point. It's just data. It's, a data it's just point. an observation. Could be correlative. It's could be something else. We don't know. Might not be. We don't know. Just something, an observation. That's an excellent, excellent thing to say. Um, so I don't know. I don't, ha- yeah, I don't have a large enough questions. data set here. I'm just asking questions here. <laughs> I'm just asking questions here. Uh, um, would you like to know what I think so far? And get non-spoiler. Nah. Or, or <laughs> no, no, that's fine. That's fine. No, I do. I'm just totally joking. <laughs> Um, totally joking. I'm like 25% into the show or into the, into the, <laughs> the book, 25% into, into the book. Uh, so I have not got to what I assume are some very fun, sexy times. Uh, so that has nothing to do with my opinion at this point. Um, I have found it to be a little slow. Mm-hmm. I have found that to be a lot of procedural, like, okay, so we got to take the class and then we got to take the test and then we got to study for the test. And then it's like, that's the part where I'm like, I love this world. I love the characters. Uh, I love the, the, the very clear enemies to lovers path that the, that is in there. Um, Mm -hmm. and if, yes, that's a trope, it's a good trope. Tropes aren't bad. It's all in the execution anyway. So I'm, I'm liking lots about it. But it's not gripping me because I I get bogged down with the like the rules of the world. Mm, I'm mm-hmm. gathering from what you and some of the others are saying that that will not always be the case. Wait, what? What won't always be the case? It won't always be a lot of school time, classwork. Let's talk about the test that she can't possibly, mm, you know, she's no, about to get killed. That, no, there's a lot of that. There's still a lot of that. Okay. Cause I'm not That's loving pretty all, pervasive. <laughs> it feels a little bit slower or it's like, Oh, okay. So we got to fine. when there's the action, you know, when she's out there running and, and doing things and stuff, then I love it. It's just, See, I didn't there's find a lot it of between. Oh yeah. Like you, you mentioned a lot of people mentioned that. And maybe it's because I did listen to the audiobook. I actually quite liked the narrator. Um, I really like warmed up to, to her narration. Um, so maybe, maybe that's, did you listen to audiobook or did you read it? Audiobook. Yeah. I'm on the audiobook. audiobook. Huh. I listened at 1.25. Maybe that helped. Maybe that helps. I'm listening at normal speed. You are. Yeah. That's very untomlike. Yeah. I'm not, I'm listening to podcasts at three times speed these days, but I've got the book. Mm, I'm like mm -hmm. on one X. I agree with Duongo. I, I'm not going to say what, what they said in chat mm. um because i don't well no that's not that's stupid um because it's very obvious there are dragons in this book um yeah. he, he he said that what they it speeds up a little picks up a little bit when the dragons get more heavily involved that's kind of I what think i've that's been hoping true because yeah. there have been lots of talk about dragons yes <laughs> yes has been very little dragon presence in oh, the part of the story oh you're not even dragons yet okay no. yeah so that's okay. what i'm talking right. about there's a lot of like sitting around and talking about stuff and I'm like, no, mm, come on, mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. me, get me in front of another dragon. Let's I go. got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. No, I think, I think it really, if, if you are out there and you are reading this book and you have not yet hit dragons and you feel like you're teetering on the edge of like moving on from the book, maybe give it till you get to dragons and okay. then see how you yeah. feel. And then, and then, like, that would then be make my another assessment. Yeah. Like I'm never going to force people to read. Obviously I literally cannot physically <laughs> force you to read a book. <laughs> I'm not going to shame you, I guess, for for uh, not reading this book or not sticking with something. I literally invented the verb to limb. Um, but I will say, you know, 
just that would be my recommendation. Were you fence sitting a little bit on mm. to lem or not to lem? Yeah. This is not a spoiler because I have no mm-hmm. idea where it came from and I'm not following the chat close enough to trace it back. But Dwango just wrote dragon spider ant monkeys. Damn it. <laughs> Super spoiler, you guys. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, what are we nomming for the fourth wing? I really like this thread from Jan. Uh, this is this is a tradition that Jan has been revving up for us, where we we begin mm-hmm. every book month with a what are we eating to go along with it, uh, and Jan usually asks ChatGPT to create a drink. So here is Dragon Punch. Uh, not from Chad GPT, actually. Uh, Jan scoured the internet and found a few dragon wing recipes out there. So maybe nice. share your favorite spicy chicken wing recipe along with it. Uh, here is the Dragon Punch cocktail that Jan picked. 1.5 ounces smoky mezcal, half an ounce of yellow chartreuse, an ounce of lime juice, half an ounce of orgiat, and two dashes of red hot pepper sauce. Shake it all Ooh. with ice and strain into a chilled glass. That sounds like one of those recipes where I suddenly have to go buy a bunch of things that I'm never going to use again. They just sit in my cabinet for a really long yeah. time. Smoky Mezcal, you'll be glad Smoky you have Mezcal it the next have, yeah. time you need to use it in like a year, but you'll never use yellow chartreuse again, is my guess. I do not. Also, like I don't even know where I would get orgiat syrup. Oh, yeah. That's, that's not crazy. one you're going to use a lot either. That's tough. Um it, that ooh, yeah, I definitely don't have that. We went through a really big cocktail phase in my house a couple of years ago, um, and so we have a lot of great ingredients. That is that did not even make the tiki bar yeah. list, and it is yeah. Sorry, uh, I love Kevin's suggestion: chicken feet, which in mm, if you mm-hmm. ch- translate directly out of Mandarin, translates as dragon claws. That's super cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and chicken feet are good. Let's see. So Oaken picked Cajun blackened fish. Can I tell you something really funny? Yeah. I First of all, I don't know why he picked Cajun. Oh, because of dragons. Yeah. Probably. <sighs> Crispy. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, I, I was 40 years old when I learned that it's not blackened because you cook it to a crisp. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's blackened because of the spices you use. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 Don't burn the mm-hmm. fish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, this was not this was not born of me cooking this. It was born of Ryan being like, "Oh, this recipe, this restaurant has um has like Cajun blackened fish or something," and I was like, "Oh yeah, I just." You know, I get worried about things that are cooked that way because, you know, carcinogens. And and he was like, wait. No, no. Really? Did you think? <laughs> so I'm not afraid to be a little vulnerable here in yeah, this safe space. No, appreciate um, that. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so also got to give that. a shout out to Tomahome for knocking down the low-hanging fruit on this one. Dragon fruit. Dragon fruit. Yeah, like dragon fruit. Dragon fruit's dragon, delicious. Dragon yeah, fruit. yeah, for sure. For sure. But like, what could you make with that? Like, I mean, it's fun to just eat dragon fruit. You just eat fruit, dragon fruit. Would... I can nom okay. on some dragon fruit. Is dragon fruit, I think dragon fruit makes you poop a lot. Yeah, could could come in handy it in might, that, No, that maybe I'm thinking of another one. Maybe that's passion fruit. Anyway. That makes you passion a lot. 
That makes you passion a lot. Um, all right. The nice and dragon fruit uh, spritzer. This was a very, very uh, stressful thread, I have to say, for many reasons that I won't get into because they're not relevant to the initial part of the thread that I want to focus on. Not um, that we're not talking about the nomming thread anymore, are we? No, I'm moving on. Okay, good. Um, so this is a, a new slash young adult female-led fantasy bingo cards. Okay. Uh, started by a TRP who says, I'm not going to say that I haven't enjoyed many of the female-led young-slash-new-adult fantasy sword picks, nor am I going to say that I find the stories in these picks very, very samey. What I will do is present a list of possible topics for a new-slash-young-adult female-led fantasy bingo card. School, college, or other training setting. Hot, dark mentor who bullies the heroine with some good and-slash-or-bad motives. Distant or absent parents. Someone close to the heroine is gaslighting her. For a large amount of the book, the heroine is useless, powerless, and or mopey. Uh, I'm going to skip some of these because they might be spoilery. The heroine is attracted to, or has love for, someone who manipulates or controls her. <laughs> and it says, feel free to add. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, like I was saying, this is, it's, it's tropey in a comfortable way for me. Well. This, this always comes up when someone doesn't like a book is, mm-hmm. uh, and, and I'm not actually even accusing TRP of this, to be honest, because TRP approached this in a very, like, I don't want to do this, but bingo card. Cause there's a lot of similarities. So in that way, I like the way TRP approached it, which is like, Hey, this happens, you know, here's, here's a fun way to deal with it. That's cool. But every book you can say, well, all this class of George R. R. Martin style sword books have these 10 elements, uh, Joe Abercrombie and him and Patrick Rothfuss, they all have them. And, and you can do that. You can make this exact same list with them. So to me, when it's done out of malice or when someone's like, oh, it's just full of tropes. I'm like, okay, that's not enough to be a criticism. Every book is full of tropes. No book is an original story. Freaking almost every book is a hero's journey. That's that's just what makes good stories. The question is, did they execute it well? Did they tell a good story? Did they have a few surprises in there, you know, that turned the trope yeah, on its head yeah. or, or gave it a little twist? Um, and in that sense, I'm not far enough in the fourth wing to say for sure, but there have been a few moments where I'm like, oh, okay, that's kind of an interesting way of doing that. That's a different spin on it. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's guilty of being totally the same. Uh, if you're like, all these books are the same and I don't like them. That's a different criticism than they're bad because they're the same. That's, I don't like that trope or I don't like that genre. Yeah. I think Elizabeth says it well here in chat. Yeah. They're only tropes in a negative, in a negative way when you don't like it, when you like it, that's exactly what you're looking for in a story. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Ian, sometimes, I guess that's exactly what I was looking for. And yeah. Ian points out, uh, poor writing rather than tropes, can be the problem. Exactly. Exactly. And some people think that that's the problem with this book, and yeah, I don't agree necessarily, though. I don't though, agree with that either. She yeah. way overuses the word fisting in a weird context. <laughs> and now we're back. <laughs> Sorry, Ruth. <laughs> it just, it made me laugh so much every single time. I know. Like, it's just, it's not a word that is ever used in fiction. Like, just in, not in, in that way. In that context. In that very not dirty context that it was using it. So it just made, it made me laugh. So that's all. Yeah. That's all. No, that's all. That's all. All right. Um, I think that's all we have for this episode. I think you're right. 
<laughs> I, I'm sorry. I apologize to to end it on this note uh, once more. Um, but you know, that's, that's just it's going to happen. Like, yeah, I'll try not to do it next time. I'll yeah, try next, next week. It'll be footing. Of- Listen, I'm not here to judge your kinks, Tom. Uh- <laughs> Just say we'll shift and we'll mix it up. <laughs> we'll mix it up a little bit. Who knows what'll happen? Towing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, are you getting ready to pick your next pick? Do you know what you're going to pick? Oh gosh, I should probably start thinking about that, right? Shouldn't You've I? Got like yeah. a week. Yeah, yeah. I, got, I got nothing. Uh, I so yeah, I, know- I will. I will start a thread in the in the Discord. Keep an eye out. Hmm. I'm 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 reading a good book right now, but it's by an author we've already read, I think. So I don't think that's going to work. That doesn't entirely disqualify stuff. It just puts it at a, a, it's a step back. Too recent. Mm, yeah, okay. it's okay. it's T Kingfisher who we just gotcha. read. So yeah, not gonna not gonna work. But it is good. I'm reading Paladin's Grace, uh, the Saint of Steel, number one. Sweet. Um, in my off time right now, and it's it's fun so far. Yeah. Are you reading anything else? Or are you just chugging on, chugging That's on in, in Dragon Town? Yeah, I'm all Dragon Town all the time. All right. Well, thank you um, to everyone who is listening to the show. Thank you so much for contributing uh, stories and comments and conversations. Um, and of course, our show is currently entirely funded by you, our patrons. Uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash sword and laser if you want to help support us and to learn more. You can also support the show by buying books through our links. Look for the links in our show notes or at swordandloiser.com slash picks. <laughs> Feedback at Sword and Laser is our email address. Uh, we are on Instagram and Twitter at Sword and Laser. Someone called me a tease on Goodreads for saying that we were going to join the Fediverse, and we have not yet joined the Fediverse. So let's join the Fediverse after this episode, Tom. Can you, can you work on that while I create the album art? Which server should we join? I, I almost don't created. Know how to do this? That's I why almost, it's so complicated. I almost created a sword and laser uh, mastodon account, uh, like <sighs> the day after the last episode, and then I got to serve, choosing the server, and I was like, "Oh, there's a couple of cool book servers." So I kick it back to the person who made Veronica feel uh, bad about this. What server should we join, sir and or madam? Uh, let us know or. Or even if uh, you don't go by Sir or Madam, let us know. Uh, because there's some good, there's multiple good book servers out there. And yeah, you, you can't pick a wrong one and you can move later. But I feel like, mm-hmm. you know what? We should all get behind whatever server we join. I I don't know which, I'm on xoxo.zone, but that's like old but school. I'm on M- mstdn.social and Oppabongo. I'm on, I'm on two different servers with two different accounts, but. Um, but those are for different reasons. So which I figured, one are the frog pants people on? They're all in different ones. A lot oh, of them really? are just on the main mstdn.social. All right, or maybe one of we those. should just do that. But then. I feel like are we should be on a taking... book one. Okay. All right. No? I don't know. I don't use it enough to have much it, knowledge. I mean, it doesn't really matter. But it's like if okay. there's a bunch of book people on the book one, then we're in the book club because mm. we are a book. All right. Well, if anyone knows, we'll 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 yeah, figure it out. Has a, but has yeah, has a preference. I, that that's really what I'm saying. Okay, that works. All right, everybody. We will see you next time. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. 
Audio program so good, it's like you're there.